Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Yes, sir. How about you? How ready are you? I've been thinking about this since last week, actually. Wow. We're uh, so I'm super ready for this one. Probably. Mind blown. Great. <laughs> Why don't we just talk about what we're drinking? We don't need to get into all the other stuff yet, right? That's what we do. That's what we do, yeah. <laughs> I'm having a uh, Delmarva Dank. By Tall, oh. what is it? Tall Tales Brewing Company. It's uh, an India Pale Ale, eight percent. It's a pint. Oh. Ooh, eight percent. That's it's it's just about up there. Yeah, but it's made in Parsonsburg, Maryland. Okay. I uh, well, I wonder why it was called Delmarva Dank, or Dank Dank Delmarva or Delmarva Dank. Delmarva Dank. See, so Del for Delaware, Mar for Maryland. And V for Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little hesitant to buy I've been wanting to buy it. I've been wanting to buy it. I'm like, oh, I want to buy it. I want to buy it. I want to buy it. And then today, I said, fuck it. I pulled the trigger. 19 bucks for a four-pack. Oh, my. <clears throat> I told you. <laughs> I told you it was expensive, dude. I mean, they're pints. They're 16-ounce. But still, that's a 20 lot. 20 bucks for a four-pack. And you put it in a glass? Yeah. All that money, I gotta be fancy. <laughs> you know, we should really, really look into creating Bring on the Weird beer steins, beer mugs, glasses with emblems, something like that. Yeah, that would be really, really cool. I looked up the style of uh, beer mugs that were the, well, I am, my wife isn't, the uh, the mug club at the local, semi-local bar. uh it's uh it's a, it's a stoneware pottery kind of thing and it's got it's all it's got different designs like melted down it and or different colors kind of melted into the pottery it's really awesome and the logo for the bar is in a is in an emblem kind of fused to the front of it and i think that would be so freaking awesome if we had one that had bring on the weird it it wouldn't be tough to do i mean because logos it's just one big solid logo. So it, ours would just be a circle or it would just be kind of jagged around the outside. But the problem is you have to order in bulk. So there's you'd have to get like 20 of them and would be like $300. Oof. Yeah, that's a that's a little much, yeah. man. Yeah, it, we would have to that's uh it's a whole lot of Patreon support, baby. Well, people get on it. <laughs> you know if you want us to have nice cups then come on and we could probably send some out how about that if we get get enough patrons enough patreon support how awesome would that be the bring on the weird mug club dude yeah that would be great i'm down if you had that if you had it right now what would you be putting in it oh it's a good point i would use it for everything that we drink, and I would just have the empty bottle or can next to me so I could read from that. But tonight, I went to the beer store. Not the beer store, grocery store, actually. Mm -hmm. And like I told you the other night, man, I get 
it messes me up to pay more than 10 bucks for a six pack. And here you are paying $20 for a four pack. But I mean, yeah. ounces to quantity of container, it's a, what, is that the same? I don't know. I mean, it's on par. It's, it's a little less than five bucks a beer. So five bucks, we'll say four fifty for a sixteen ounce beer. That's probably what you pay at a restaurant. Okay, sure, at a restaurant, but you didn't go to a restaurant. There's no meal involved in that. There's no waiter bringing it to you. No, but I don't have to drive home now. <laughs> All right. I don't have to drive there. I don't have to put my fucking mask on. I don't have to do any of that. <laughs> Masks. <laughs> I'm drinking dirty little freak. What'd you call me? <laughs> you are the dirty little freak that mm. I'm drinking. Hmm, that, one, that took a weird turn. Yeah. <laughs> it's from Dewclaw Brewing Company. It's actually out of Baltimore. How about that? Yeah, I think I've had that. N- maybe not that one, but I think I've had Dewclaw before. It's a 5.8, <laughs> and I love what they put on the uh, on the box. It has so much detail. I don't. I don't even know what some of this stuff means. Like, uh, like gravity. I I got an idea what the IBU is. The IBU is thirty, which is I think it's has to do with the the alcohol by volume, but they put it in a different number besides some sort of random percentage. IBU is the International Bitterness Unit. Oh, okay. It's it's how bitter it is. I think International Bitter Unit. All right, then. The higher it is, the more bitter it is. So I go for, like, super high IBUs. To fuel your inner bitterness. That's uh, that's what you always tell me, right? (laughs) That's what I tell my wife, too. (laughs) What, the fuel? You tell her that I'm bitter? (laughs) No. No. She doesn't like the beer that I drink. I said it's to fuel my inner bitterness. Yeah. You you better not say that, because they might say, well, you got to stop drinking then, because you're too bitter. (laughs) And she holds my hand when it's cold outside and my hands are warm. Then I tell her it's because of my cold, cold heart that my hands are warm. Yeah, because the blood's not going back to keep your internal organs warm. You know, it's not keeping all that stuff warm. Your cold-ass heart. So the blood's like, you know what? I'll go to the hands. Why not? <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a very good explanation. Not, not what I meant. Well, I was hey, going emotional. Move over, Einstein. And Freud. Yeah. And whoever else. Or Freud. Yeah. I'd be Freud. <laughs> all right. Well, you know all about the IBUs. What about gravity? How much do you know about gravity on a beer? I actually don't know anything about that. I don't know if I've ever heard of that. Coconut caramel something something. That's what this is. Oh, that's different. 14 Play-Doh is the gravity unit. What? <laughs> that's gravity. And then next to it says 14 Play-Doh. So now we got Einstein, we brought Freud up, or Freud, and 14 Play-Doh. <laughs> and then there's a there's these scales on the other side, multi. Uh, there it goes from multi to hoppy, and this one is on the multi multi side, the hop level. The body and mouth feel, it's uh slightly left of center between thin and heavy. So it's slightly thinner. And then for the color, it's uh slightly closer to dark than it is light. I just thought those were all very interesting. Tidbits on the side of the thing. And the cap. Here we go. The cap says, craft be cherished, rules be damned. Hell yeah. 
There's a whole lot going on with this beer. Did you find out what that gravity thing meant? Yeah, I was looking it up. I, I still don't fully understand it. So this, this is craftbeer.com. You may have never heard the term gravity as it relates to brewing. You're likely more accustomed to Newton's version. That gravity is cool, too. It keeps your beer in glass, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> a gravity reading refers to the total amount of dissolved solids in water. Since we're talking about beer, those dissolved solids are sugars. These sugars are consumed by yeast to convert the wort, which is the unfermented ingredients, into beer. It's read as a sequence of numbers that starts with the number one, followed by a decimal to the thousandth place, something like this, 1.052. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's what I thought when I read it. I just said, okay. <laughs> so what was yours? You said something about Play-Doh. 14 Play-Doh. And nothing you said there was even anywhere near 14 or Play-Doh. No. You said one. Yeah, one point something, something, something. So without looking into it, do we assume 14? You said it's the amount of solids dissolved in the liquid. Yeah. Sugars. Was there a whole bunch of solids? Because it's 14? Seems like a lot. Yeah, would that mean... Have you tasted it yet? Yeah, it's... A, Is it sweet? It's very sweet. It's a coconut caramel. I cannot remember what the other parts of it were. Give in to seductive coconut caramel and chocolate notes, plus roasted malt and gentle hop bite. Indulge to your satisfaction. It's okay. Get freaky. I wonder if it does it's have to do with... The fact that it's sweet and maybe it has other things that dissolve into it to give it its flavor, where it's not just, since it's coconut and all that. I can't taste the coconut, but I can definitely, there's definitely caramel and it's, it's creamy. Kind of sits on the back of your tongue in a second. I noticed you said caramel. Oh, are we going to fight about this? No, I say caramel too and people make fun <laughs> of me. They say, I hear caramel or it's uh, caramel, caramel. I'm like, what? It's Caramel. Caramel. Yeah. You say it phonetically. Yeah, but I guess we don't say other things phonetically, so we might be wrong. <laughs> like uh, Newark versus Newark. That could be phonetically either way, right? Newark? It looks like Newark. Maybe, yeah, maybe Newark would be like E-R-K or U-R-K. Newark. I can see that. I like that. And then Lancaster. That doesn't actually make sense to me, but that's what I was told by someone from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, that is pronounced Lancaster, and you said you pronounced it Lancaster. Yep, always have. Or Lancaster. Lancaster. Sounds better, Lan I say Lan Lancaster. No, what do I, do I say Lancaster? I don't Lancaster, know. you said. You know, <laughs> you know when you do this and someone's like, how do you say something? And then you're like, shit, I don't know how I say it, because now I'm confused, because now I want to say how you say it. You know yeah. what I mean? How do you get there? I don't, I don't know the roads, I just go. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of that one. Well, ro what road's it off of? I don't know. It's by the, you know, like two songs past the water tower. You know? I'm like, what songs? I don't know. Roughly two songs. Like, not Metallica songs. Uh, no, you, if two songs of Metallica, you'll go from where you are to nearly Pittsburgh. Yeah, you definitely went too far. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard Directions. Using length of songs. <laughs> That's how I'm going to start doing it from now on. <laughs> when you make this left turn here, you're going to want to listen to Bodies from Drowning Pool and half of one from Metallica. And then make a right. And so if you don't have 
one by Metallica, just any four minute long song. Because one is such a long fucking song. Half of it's like four minutes. <laughs> they don't even start singing until two minutes in. Yeah. It's such a good damn song, though. I know. We could say the same thing about this podcast. We don't even start talking about our subject until 15 minutes in. That's true. That's true. But it's such a good damn show. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. The whole topic is crazy. But if you were to... Yeah, it's such a delicious dish, you know? What? We're the doing... whole show? No, we're doing tapas, right? <laughs> tapas? Yeah. Mm. I don't think I've ever had it. <laughs> oh, oh, I... Yeah, I just saw it. I just saw it in the notes. So you, tapas. you did all your research on tapas? Yeah, shit. Is that fish? It's a Spanish dish. I'm not really sure what it is. What's in it? But you... But you did three days of research on it. Well, you know, you know how my research goes. <laughs> I'm not too thorough. Hence why it's only three days. Three days? Shit. You give me too much credit, my friend. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's not tapas. No. That's not how you say it. Talpa. Mm. Uh, is that, is that uh, like deer? It's plural as it is? No, I think talpa is the term for one. Singular. Tol yeah, Tolpas is the group. Is it? The race. Oh. I don't know. Careful, Would it be a race? Would it be a race? I don't know. Oh, dude. I don't. This is like whatever they are, they are somewhere, somehow else. Yeah. All right. If you were to. Maybe we should save this for the end of it. What the hell is a Tolpa? Uh, well, it comes from ancient Tibetan Buddhism. Finally, something from ancient Tibetan Buddhism. Right. It's a person or an entity created in your mind that allegedly, allegedly, this is what I keep saying, it's sentient and can act on its own free will. See, when we mentioned Talpa before, and it was, it can actually came up in the research for Men in Black, mm -hmm. and I know you've said it before, and just by general conversation like that, and journal research, I assumed it was just like, not just, but we have, as a society, thought about Bigfoot, thought about Loch Ness Monster, various other cryptids, so much as a complete society, now these things have actually manifested in our reality. Yeah, but you gotta wonder, how did the topic even start? How did Bigfoot even start if nobody know, saw man. him to begin with? Whoa. He's just existed one day. Chicken or the egg, dude. How has God always existed? How? You know? No, I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a, yes. I, mm. And there, down some of the research that I did for the Talpa or Talpas, uh, there was a point in time, or maybe it's still going on, or, or there's just people that attempted or are attempting to manifest god somehow the christian god that we know huh i know there's a ton of websites that tell you how to create a talpa ton of oh, video dude. ton of videos on youtube how to yeah. create a talpa uh, it's just I, when when i started going down that line of research i'm like what is even happening we were talking about men in black and it was mentioned that they could be a talpa because or talpas i keep doing that 
because so many people have have seen them or so many people have experienced this phenomena of these men in black and now they are part of the reality and they are doing exactly what people say they are doing they run around and tell you no no you didn't don't tell anyone you saw that forget the knowledge you just acquired well i don't think it has to be i guess same thing with the bigfoot thing i don't think they have to see it if somebody says it and enough people get afraid of it and they keep thinking oh my god it's out there then maybe that in itself can manifest it you know what i mean just worrying about it because they feed off of energy from what i saw so the the worrying the either well any thought towards it gives it strength that's what you're saying yeah like uh like a you know a, a rpg game you know Every, every little experience. bit, of, every little bit, uh, you know, every little fucking pig you kill gives you a little more HP. You know what I mean? A little more experience to the next level. Yeah. So maybe just every little thought eventually builds up, builds up, builds up. Poof, you got a fucking Slenderman. Hmm. Or you have some other wild cryptid. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like I texted you the other day, could we be tulpas of God's mind? Could he have oh. thought about us enough? Boom, we're just tulpas. And he just kept on going and going and going and going and going. And now all of us are some sort of uh, manifested personality of his. Well, what if he just, maybe he didn't, what if he just thought, wow, what if there was a ball out there just inhabited by all these creatures? And then boom, it happened. He didn't specifically say, all right, there's going to be a bird. There's going to be a bear. There's going to be a shark. And there's going to be people. Maybe it's just like a world out there inhabited by these creatures. And maybe one of them is going to be the super smart one. Neo. And then boom, that pops up and he created this planet. Hmm. So, wow. Let's go down that line of thought a second. So if he manifested the planet and there was one entity on there that he was or he gave more knowledge to, more personification, more, like a more, a deeper understanding. But somehow that understanding became such a thing that this one manifested personalities in everybody. Well, I think you're thinking too... Two levels down? You, you think too many it, levels? You're thinking too small. I'm thinking he just created a ball. He thought... Oh man, would it be cool? If there's a ball with a bunch of creatures. He didn't specifically say, "I want the humans to be the smartest. I want sharks to swim. I want birds to fly." He just thought it up, and then poof, all this stuff happened, and then we and then evolution sort of takes over. It just it just took off by itself, sort of. Anyway, we're not interesting. Interesting. <laughs> we're not really Makes on you- topic, are we? <laughs> I guess kind well, yeah, of. yeah, I mean, kind of. If the great entity created a Talpa, or and the Talpa was the planet, man, good one. <laughs> Breaks my brain just a little bit more. Well, you know that what it would make God. Oh, God? Uh, it would make him a Talpa Mancer. <clears throat> Ooh, Talpa Mancer. That's the act of summoning or creating a Talpa, which is what all these fucking crazies are doing on YouTube and all these sites. They're trying to be Talpa Mancers. Practicing topomancy. Which is such a goofy term. To me, it is, anyway. And I don't... Uh... 
You know, Microsoft won't even let me type that word without giving me a red swi- like squiggle under it. Topomancer? Yeah, Topomancy. Topomancy. Yeah, Microsoft Word. Fuck you, Bill Gates. Ooh. I'm gonna Gates say- under fire. <laughs> Every time I say Microsoft, I'm just going to say, fuck you, Bill Gates. <laughs> you know how Google has that uh, Ingram viewer where you can look up the history of words and where they appear in different historical books no who does google yeah books.google.com slash ingrams in g-r-a-m-s okay and i looked up talpa earlier today and you it makes sense that it would appear in books that are 200 years old 200 plus from 1800 until today talpa that is but not talpa mancy when I put Topamancy or Topamancer in here, uh-huh. zero results. Really? I've never seen zero results before on this thing. That's so weird. I've, I've, I've seen it on websites and shit. So you know what I'm talking about, that that graph? No, I, I mean, I've seen the word. So it's, oh. it's saying oh, that, oh, oh. is it saying there's no word? Or is it saying that it can't find? Well, it's, on, it's looking inside of books that have been digitized from the 1800s on. Okay, I got you, yeah. There was a little spike in about eight, the late 1850s. There was a, well, the early 1800s, there was, it was up, and there was a little spike around the 1850s, and then there was a, just a slightly bigger spike in about the mid-1930s. That's interesting. That's, that's Hitler's time. Hmm. hmm. And then from 1960 on, it's been almost a consistent, incline for the use of the word talpa in uh published material i wonder why i don't know and it's well now it's super popular because of bronies bronies yeah like pepperonis they're different i don't i guess i said that with a little bit of distaste look it doesn't work for me that's i guess that's my thing i i'm not judging it's not my thing it's a it's an entertaining cartoon, and it's fine for my kids. But some people take it to incredible levels. Uh, fandom. You're being too kind. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look, to each your own. You can like whatever you like. You can like pissing on people. You can like sucking on toes. You can like, you know, whatever you want to like. But the bronies, I feel like they're getting real close to kid touching. It feels a little creepy, a little too playful. Hey, look at me! Ooh, I'm a, I'm a pony. You know? Yeah, yeah. It feels a little too close uh, to kid touching. Don't fucking pull close. up in a van with a bag full of lollipops, dressed like yeah. fucking Starshine or whatever. Is that a, is that one of them? It sounds like it should be uh, one of them. It feels right. Maybe a Care Bear. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Those mind manipulators. We're, we just lost half of our listeners. We didn't realize they were all bronies. <laughs> They're all from Germany. <laughs> I was fine with them eating cats, but not now. <laughs> France. That's what it is, France. When we moved over to Megaphone for our hosting, out of nowhere, boom, there was 50 listens from France. Our numbers still aren't right, though. It doesn't seem right, but... Oh, well. They'll get it figured out. Uh, I don't know if Anchor's numbers are right. 
right now anchor hasn't updated for me like at all no it hasn't done anything for not quite a week oh you're saying anchor's numbers before were exaggerated too much Ah. yes i i feel like we're doing pretty good where we are but anyway that's a different kind of conversation yeah um all right how about this we'll we'll talk about this and then maybe we'll go into a break for a second uh no i guess we got time mm-hmm. so topo it could be it's i know the community at large the topo community at large do not like i don't think they really like the term imaginary friend no they don't from what i read but i mean to a to an uninitiated mind that's how you could think of a topo in your head as an imaginary friend yeah one of the first things i found about talpas it really made me think of imaginary friend and i found this site called narratively mm-hmm. and it's actually i i really like this site because you it's actually these articles that are written by somebody is then narrated by somebody else and when i found this article i'm like oh it's probably going to be one of those computer voices I hate that shit on YouTube. Oh, oh my god. god, kills me. I'm like, how do you pronounce this word? Yeah, if you, I mean, oh, just give me, give me ten or fifteen bucks, and I'll do it for you. Exactly. There we go. I'm we'll putting my services out. out there. Voiceovers, call me. Book readings, <laughs> call me. YouTube voiceovers, call me. And those videos actually have a ton of views. Yeah, it. It's, it was a horrible robot voice. It's so tough. It's because they don't want to read it. They don't want to put it out themselves, and they just... I don't know. I, I can't fucking take it. I don't even no, watch I, them. Like, even... It doesn't matter how interested I am, I will not watch that video. No. No, no, no. Nope. So they're just doing themselves a disservice. To us. Yeah. <laughs> we are not that demographic. Somebody is. But anyway, this site, narratively.com. Uh, they actually read the article to you. It's narrated by, this one was narrated by, um, I don't know, somebody that talked and had a, had a good voice. Did you, did you listen to it? I think I sent it to you, sent this article to you. Oh, you sent it to me the other day, didn't you? While I was at work? Probably. Yeah. I, no, <laughs> the weekend was pretty crazy. Ah, okay. Well, anyway, uh, it's about this guy who... His topa is a female wolf. Okay. It when I found that out, I I'm like, I, what is even happening? I can't. What is going on? That it just it was just weird, as you yeah. do. Look, uh, I don't know if I'm about to debunk the whole topa <clears throat> thing right here. Oh boy! But a teenage boy, you're telling me he hasn't once manifested Britney Spears in his bedroom. Or he hasn't won as many times as he thought about her and did things that you shouldn't tell other people you're doing. You telling me they didn't once manifest in his bedroom? See, I this kind of thing crossed my mind too, and uh, they know about it. The powers that be in the media know about this. That's why you have such simple access to your phones, so that you can be distracted by all your devices and all your apps, so that you cannot manifest these things for real they know that this can happen yeah, but what so you, they're not they're not going to let you manifest britney spears in your bedroom but what did they do before that before phones yeah 
Magazines, video games, I don't know. Well, dude invented cornflakes to keep boys from masturbating. You know, that's why they circumcise boys? To keep them from masturbating? To make it harder, yeah. That's that's why the practice started. It didn't work. No, just spit on that thing and go to town, you know? <laughs> First dick joke. Let's go. <laughs> Is it a dick? I don't think that's a dick joke. That's a, just a straight up. It's facts, dude. Yeah, spit on your wiener and go to town. Well, those are instructions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you all to do this right now. I don't care where you're listening to this. I don't care if we got a wiener or not. Find one. Spit on it and go to town. <laughs> Just find one. There's going to be so much sexual assault from this episode. So many people going to jail. But the BOTW guys told me to do it. They'll come hunting us down. FBI, open up. Oh, yeah, we're the assholes to tell you to go give somebody an HJ, whereas anybody who is singing a song tells you to go kill yourself. Cardi B, dude. She's a... Wow. Got that WAP, dude. Oh, dude. Is it WAP or WAP? I've, I, I don't know. WAP sound... I think WAP is bad. WAP is okay. I, <laughs> I think... Isn't WAP a derogatory term for Ita- some Italians, nationality? For Italians, is it yeah. Is Yeah. Jeez. We're going to be bleeped in Italy, where we're not even going to show up there anymore. I don't know if we have or not. I'll just put beeps over all the times we said... W-O-P. To pronounce it like that. Um, either way, I don't I don't care how it's pronounced. I am not a fan of that particular song. Especially, I mean, you have young daughters. Yeah, dude. I have a young daughter as well. She's a little too young to be into like that kind of music, but she's not far from it. Right. All right, well, slight tangent, I suppose. How were you with the uh, Gwen Stefani song, Banana? What, the shit is bananas? B-A-N-A-N-A-S, that? Yeah. There were some groups that were around that were like, whoa, whoa hell no. She wasn't talking about dicks, was she? I don't think so. No. There may have been some other choice words in there, but uh, the whole song is, I don't, I don't, n- none of it bothered me. No. I don't, personally. I don't know why that w- would bother people. The shit is bananas? No, I don't think it was the chorus. I think there was something else in there that she was talking about that uh-huh. could be misconstrued. But when you're straight up talking about WAP, yeah, there's nothing misconstruing about that. There's not. She's not suggesting. She is straight up saying. And she, I mean, yeah, she says it in the song, what it is, and it's the only reason it's called WAP is because she can't call it what it, she means because it wouldn't get fucking played. It wouldn't get put on a fucking. I don't know. Do they have CD backs anymore? I don't fucking. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Parental advisory. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, pr- probably. Yeah. Well, my old wax vinyl. Well, uh, hell of a tangent, I guess. We're just avoiding the entire idea of uh, personality taking over your personality and your own body. Who's a girl wolf? Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, fun fact: vinyl has just outsold cds for the first time since the 80s here recently well i mean honestly who the fuck's buying a cd anymore anyway (laughs) well most people could say the same about records but not with all these fucking hipsters dude they all want to listen to records and eight track tapes and fucking i don't know they all think they're from the fucking 50s they're just they're just holding on to that lifestyle who's still got a vcr you still got a vcr holding on 
the hipsters, they were never part of that lifestyle. They're just trying to take us back to it. <laughs> but what they all don't right. understand is that back then, the man worked all day. The woman stayed home, cleaned like a motherfucker, busted her ass at home. And then when the husband came home, she had to take care of him, make him dinner, put his feet up, give him a martini, do all kinds of shit for him, snip his cigars, <laughs> and you guys want to go back to it. Think about that. Mic drop. Yowza. Boom. <laughs> How hard are we dropping the mic? Hard enough to take a break? Well, yeah, we can do that, yeah. All right. And then we'll get back to this lady wolf who lives in a man. All right. Break time. A man walks into his den and sits down. He closes his eyes, letting his mind wander and his consciousness grow gauzy. Slowly, she comes forward in his mind. He feels his control over his own being start to slip and fade. Another pair of eyes blinks behind his own. A slow-eyed woman shakes out her long mane of thick gray hair. His consciousness grows hazier. Time grows strange. And that's how he sets down and lets her switch into him. It's not possession. It's switching. Is it multiple personalities? Like schizophrenia? See, I I wanted to go down that road too, but I... No, I'm not making light of schizophrenia. I know that's a thing, but I didn't. I don't know if this is some sort of subset of that. I was wondering that too. I, the scientific part of my brain wants to call this just a very, very active imagination. You have a scientific part of your brain. How did? (laughs) Why didn't I get that? (laughs) Fuck! I'm the worst fucking talpa ever. So, I, it's not it's not a mental condition. It's just a very active. I don't want to downgrade it. I, I, it. People believe in it so much. I don't want to put any kind of negativity towards it. it. I don't know much about it. We're just amateurs about it. But people highly, highly believe in their tulpas that they have created in their head. They are their they're their they're babies. There's uh, certain people will create this entity from nothing and let it grow, let it experience, let it uh, come into adolescence over a period of time. They you, you try to talk to it over a short amount of time, and it's not talking, it's not talking, and not talking, and then all of a sudden, boom, now it's talking to you. And somehow you've developed this way that it, it responds... They respond in their own way. I, it's it's kind of mind blowing. It, you dedicate so much time to creating this this entity that lives in you. It almost sounds like a form of schizophrenia. It's like you're we yeah we you're rewiring your brain to where it yeah. thinks there is something else that there's not, or is there? I don't know. Or is there? That's that was another line of thought with some research that I did that what if it is something else? What if tulpas aren't a thing, but it's really, uh, a, you're, you're opening yourself up to be a host to something else sinister, but not, it's not sinister yet because it's, it's building your trust. Like, uh, like a, like a demon possession. If, if you want to go down that road. Well, from what I read is, they are not they're not evil unless they are born in a state of 
your anger or your depression or your rage, if they're born then, then they're going to try to kill you. But if you're yep. just, if you're sitting there, say you get put into a mental hospital, you're in one of those rooms, you're locked up all the time, or even in prison, solitary confinement, you're in a room all day. You want companionship. You're thinking, you're just, man, I wish somebody was here. You look over, boom, there's fucking Beetlejuice sitting next to you. Oh, he would help. I Woody, I don't know. Drop that Fred, looking up your mom's dress. Man, that, that's a deep cut right there, dude. You're going back. I haven't seen that in forever. I just, that one part, like, <laughs> stays in my mind where he, like, goes under the mom's dress and... I forget, I don't even remember what he says, but I remember my my parents like cover my eyes real quick, like oh. <laughs> For the mom, he goes cobwebs, cobwebs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what he said. I couldn't remember. <laughs> and then there was another one that he said, "No panties." Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Maybe that was the one where my parents like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Man, it's been so long since I saw that movie. See, he. They portrayed him as a an imaginary friend who had uh, who could manipulate the physical. Yeah. But now with the Talpas, they they don't really manipulate the physical, but somehow you can give them power. It really is. It's it really really seems like I I a way to think about it is a, a a split personality. Did you ever see the movie Split? And then what was the sequel to that one? It was the sequel to Unbreakable also. Or was it Split? No, I mean, Split was with that... Damn, what's it? He, like, kidnaps yeah. the three girls, right? Yeah. And then the... There was another sequel one. To with... a, the third one was Glass. Yeah. So, I mean, that is that is all multiple personality. What do they call that? Disassociative syndrome or uh, disassociative something? You know what's weird about that? What? So if you're other... So say I can't play piano. They studied it, and if my other personality takes over that can play piano, suddenly I'm playing the fucking piano like Beethoven. See, that's the thing. So I think some of these tulpas can actually do that, or somehow they they give their host um, more confidence in whatever. Like, Which, like Spider-Man. If that's the case, yeah. When, um, he when he turns into the black Spider-Man. That's racist. <laughs> you can't say that. He was more confident. <laughs> he was he was angry. He was antagonistic as what he, he was. He was a badass, dude. He's walking down the street. He's giving girls looks. Hey. Got that emo hair that hangs down to his eyebrows. Mm-hmm. That weird Russian girl neighbor. She said, oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> But I think she was only like 14 in that movie, so I don't get that point. But mm. my my mole was getting tingly. That thing was gross. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's something like that. It just seems like the people who create the talpas in their minds and they're host to these ones. They they're looking to somehow give kind of set take a seat back and just let this other thing take control but it gives them confidence and uh it lets them go out into the world with with a little more keep saying confidence uh, extra the hell am i trying to say no i mean i know what you're trying to say i'm sure the people know what you're trying to say i don't want to say different abilities more charisma yeah it's a it's almost like they they let the if that's the case 
they let the introverted side of their personality set back. And then they've created this thing to let them be more part of society. Like that movie New Guy. You ever seen New Guy? Yeah, DJ Squalls. Yeah, so in the beginning, he's at the school, he's a big fucking nerd. And then he goes to a new school, boom, here's a chance for me to change my personality, change who I am, change who I was. Yeah. And become a, a fucking badass. And he did that. And so it's kind of like, like it could help you do that. Yeah. Um, I think a fairly good example that I can think of, if there was a part in it, the it book from Stephen King, man, that dude must have all kinds of personalities living in his head. Stephen King? Yeah. You know, he writes a lot of his great books. He does not remember writing because he's what does he do? he's Write so drunk? fucked up. He's so fucked up. Yeah. On drugs and alcohol. He's so fucked up that he Is like, he? Uh, I think one of his Salem's lot, I think it was. I think I, I just heard this the other day. It might have been on Joe Rogan, but he was saying, I think it was Salem's lot. He's so fucked up on drugs when he wrote it. He, do, he doesn't remember writing it. I think that happened with a lot of his early books. I don't know if he's so much into it now. Well, Probably. yeah. Maybe. I mean, I mean, this is all alleged. This is what I'm hearing. I don't want Stephen King coming after me because I said that, but that's what I heard. R- write drunk, edit sober. That's what Ernest Hemingway said. Uh, record drunk, edit drunk, you're in trouble. <laughs> that's, the, that's a new way to do things. Yeah. But in it, uh, Bill Dombrowski, is his name? But anyway, the character Bill had a tremendous stutter when he was a kid in when they were living in Derry, where it first uh, appeared and attacked. And when he moved away from Derry, his speech therapist would tell him to pretend that he's a, a superhero that didn't have a stutter. So if, if you can think when you're talking to somebody, just think about being that superhero. Put on a cape and don't stutter when you're talking to someone. Just be confident. That's not who this person is. That superhero doesn't stutter. He, ha- he says all of his words the first time the right way. That's really interesting. It's like reprogramming your brain. Yeah, exactly. So if you go out into the world, you're like you're, the, you're this pile of mush when you're sitting on your couch at home. And you're just thinking all these negative, bad vibes, horrible things about everything. And then you cross a threshold of your door to walk outside. And suddenly you're this confident, pep-in-your-step person. Huh. Not bad, right? Yeah, it's a it's a good tie-in, I guess. But, I yeah, sort of. So, I mean, if you took that idea... So what Bill did was he created the personification of the superhero who could do more things than him. So if you want, like, this guy, I don't even know what his name is, he had that the female wolf personality. So somehow he wants to personify this this lady wolf named Shinyu. I don't maybe, know. Maybe he wants to be tough as well as nurturing. Okay. The female wolf is nurturing, but he also wants to be tough and brave. So then he manifests a wolf, female wolf. She's she's really the alpha kind of thing. And th- yeah, in their relationship, she is. 
but he wants he wants you know what i mean like maybe he's a bit timid and he's maybe he doesn't care for people as much but then he's like man i wish i could be more nurturing like a and more brave like a, a wolf like a female yeah. wolf who loves her cubs but will do anything to protect them and then he starts to manifest this thing that is the female wolf friend that he created and it could either be yeah it's it's almost like he he wanted these personalities in himself and he manifested and it became it came into itself within his psyche within his head that's how it came into being that's what some some say you can either force the personality or you can uh just let it build itself somehow it's so crazy dude what i got was eventually the tulpa will leave the host's mind and become a physical entity so similar to like how you said it's it's their baby you know they they nurture they grow it eventually it learns to talk and then eventually it gets born it comes out of the womb which is your mind and it becomes a physical entity so then you you are possessed or you switch or it is now sitting next to you in the room it's gone yeah it's now it's out in this realm in this world no longer in your mind although i'm not sure if you'll still be able to communicate with it but from what i read is eventually it becomes a physical entity and that's what people think Slenderman is and other things like that so it's been all this personality has been built up in so many people's minds it now pulls in all this energy that people are giving it and to become a reality in this realm of existence yeah it has now it has enough power to pull the atoms in to pull the energy in to manifest itself in our world as a physical entity but the weird so a weird thing about this is i read that it could be anything a person an animal cartoon character etc but i've never seen fucking johnny bravo walking down the street you know what i mean so you're right did not enough people believe want johnny bravo to be a a real person no johnny bravo was cool he was a rad dude but there wasn't enough people wanting that rad dude he's a hey mama (laughs) <laughs> i liked his perseverance oh he just kept going hey hey that's confidence that's black spider-man <laughs> you can't say that the not no <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i know what you mean miles morales you're calling a black spider-man that's messed up <laughs> no <laughs> uh, uh peter parker spider-man that had the uh symbiote venom yeah that's the one. Look, if that thing was right next to me, I would let it fucking take over, take control of me. The whole time? Yeah. It's going to dig deep, man. If you don't have the the good one, if you don't have the good venom, weird, then it's going to take over and it's going to just make you super aggressive. In the comic books now, he's been purged of the evil, so he is trying to be good. Uh, Flash Thompson had venom, and he... Flash Thompson went to war, you know, Peter Parker's uh, bully in school. Mm-hmm. He went to war, lost both of his legs. Well, you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dane. Then eventually they gave him the Venom symbiote, and what Venom did was gave him his legs, and they and he turned Flash Thompson into this, like, a mercenary Venom. 
gave him like these awesome black boots and of course he had Spider-Man powers because he was part of Spider-Man but uh Flash Thompson had PTSD and he was an alcoholic so Venom was kind of all over the place he was almost a not quite anti-hero like Deadpool but definitely a mercenary type trying to fix some stuff in a hardcore way yeah, it's pretty interesting yeah that whole storyline is pretty awesome but right now where I'm at is Venom got sent to Earth and he got into this kind of a vigilante dude who was an FBI agent or is an FBI agent. And this dude, he was in the military too, but he was a dick. So somehow this dude is manipulating Venom. Venom's not manipulating this dude. It's pretty wild. Pretty interesting story. Hmm. But back to Top Talk. You want to hear about this uh, experiment that happened to see if they could find the Tulpa? What? Yes. So in 1972, there was an experiment done in Ontario, Canada, to see if people could communicate with fictional, they, they said fictional ghosts through human will. So I'm a human will. You are. Son of a bitch. <laughs> hey, leave my mom out of this. <laughs> uh, the, the experiment was led by geneticist Dr. A.R. George Owen. And okay. psychologist, Dr. Joe, Joel Witten. And they attempted to create this fictional character and then communicate through seance. And oh. uh, the character they created was Philip Aylesford. A-Y-L-E-S-F-O-R-D. Mm, that's definitely a demon name. It doesn't sound good. No. No. So the whole group, they got down, they sat down together, they had to seance to contact Philip. And then nothing happened. And they were like, you know what? Let's dim the lights. Let's make this room a little more seancey, A little more <laughs> creepy as fuck. Right? Little, some candles. Candly. Yeah. A fucking pentagram. They cut a fucking goat's head off. All right. Who's, uh, how do you know it's a pentagram? If it's, if it's already on the floor, whose perspective are you looking at? It can't be upside down to everybody. Well, maybe the person speaking has to be at a certain uh, position, you know what I mean? The person the speaking, pentagram, it has to look like a pentagram to them. The pentagram answer. The pentagramist? The pentagramographer. Yeah, and then when they do a good job, they get a pentagrammy. <laughs> well done. <laughs> so, uh, w so once they turned it a little seance uh everyone, they started feeling another presence in the room. The table Ooh. started lifting off the ground, sliding around. It was shaking like crazy. Dude, they, they straight up summoned a demon. It, they were feeling breezes through the fucking thing. Harold Martino was not there, or whatever name you said. Philip Aylesford. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, Philip never manifested himself to the participants. So, <laughs> But similar experiments were done, and they created Lilith and Humphrey and got similar results. To Philip. What? Okay. So the weird thing about the, the Lilith thing is so some say that Lilith was Adam's first wife before Eve. Whoa, dude. But she got banished from the Garden of Eden because she refused to submit to Adam. She's like, fuck that. I'm a independent woman. Fuck that, you know. Ooh, this is Genesis, baby. We're getting feminists right here in Genesis. Yep. Uh she had sex with Satan. And created a whole race of beings. All right, cool. That uh, 
But I do have to mention, this is not found anywhere in the Bible. And in fact, it specifically says that Adam and Eve were the first humans. So I don't, I don't know if Satanists or Luciferian, I know there's, there's a difference. I know I don't, I, but I don't know what the difference is. So I don't know if they say Lilith is a thing and it wasn't, or you, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. The Bible is fickle, dude. It, Bible it, is all over the place. It's really strange. There's a lot of books that are left out because they're like, ah, we don't know who that author was of that book. We'll leave it out. Like the book of Enoch. I don't know. You don't know that? No. The book of Enoch is insane, dude. It talks about aliens. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He got he got taken up into like this fucking ship. What? And Enoch was, I, I believe Enoch was Moses's grandfather or something like that. But yeah, book of Enoch is out oh, of the Bible. It's in the Bible. It's out of the Bible. They took it out. Oh, King James, that bastard. Uh, man, we could totally cover that in an episode. And uh, another thing, I just discovered the Daniel Code. The Daniel Code. It's all these prophecies. If you follow all these things, if you start connecting, uh, we kind of make connections, kind of make uh, correlations between this and that in the Bible. It's a prediction from when before the Bible, up through Christ and multiple empires into even today. The, I'm going to have to look into this. That sounds very interesting. It's actually, it's on Amazon Prime, actually. The Daniel Code. It's a book. Or the Daniel, or the Daniel Prophecy. Is it a book or is it? It's a documentary. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to look at that. Yeah, dude. But that has nothing to do with Topless. No. Take, taking another turn. So, yeah, so they got similar results with Lilith and Humphrey that they did with Philip. But then other people were saying, this is just people who are freaked out. The lights are down. They're in a seance environment, and they're they're on fucking, you know, their nerves are on end. So they're like, oh, yeah, that, uh, what, what was that? What was that? Something touched me, you know? Awesome. So they, they chalk it up to people being freaked out because nothing happened with the lights on. But as soon as you get make it a little creepier, uh, then everyone okay. is like, "Oh fuck, oh shit," you know. Okay. Um. Yeah, I could. Like, you no, know, it's a manipulation of the imagination. Yeah. So, another one we talked about is Slenderman. Yeah, that guy. Now, Slenderman was. It's well known that Slenderman was created in June of '09 on this web forum known as Something Awful. Yeah. And that's where participants, they were asked to come up with this modern myth to basically scare the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. And this guy, Eric, I think it's Eric Knudsen. It's K-N-U-D-S-E-N, or Victor Surge, as he was known on the forum, submitted two pictures allegedly from the 80s with a group of kids and this tall, skinny, faceless man wearing a black suit in the background. And the caption said that the 14 kids and the photographer had gone missing. And then... The myth of Slenderman took off, dude. People started yeah. making they started making pictures of him as well as stories. He even appeared in video games. What was that video game where you're looking for pages of a book? What was that called? Oh, that was Slend it was called Slenderman, wasn't it? Yeah, I think my kids introduced that to me a handful of years ago. I think it was a mobile game. I, I played it for literally a couple of minutes and then, you know, you collect five of the seven pages and then Ah there is Yeah. But 
I don't know if you've heard of this. I know a lot of people who know the Slenderman story know of this. Uh, in Wisconsin, these two 12-year-old girls stabbed their friend 19 times to prove their dedication to Slenderman. Wow, that's so absurd. They invited her the over whole- for a sleepover, dude. They planned this whole fucking thing. They planned it because they wanted to live in the Slender Mansion. What? Okay, I didn't know about that part. I yeah. didn't know there was. I thought they were just like, okay, Slender Man, come, come and get us. We're gonna sacrifice our friend. No, it, it it's crazy. Another count. Uh, this mother in Ohio was stabbed by her daughter to appease the Slender Man, and the daughter said that. Slenderman told her, I don't have this in my notes. I'm, I'm just trying to remember. Slenderman told her that um, if she didn't do this, that he was going to burn down her house and kill everyone she loved or something like what? that. Yeah, I, I, I could be wrong okay. about I, I'm almost positive that's it. But so, hmm. you know, while most people believe Slenderman is just an internet horror meme or a story or whatever, you know, it's kind of hard to ignore the fact that there have been many people who have seen him or have done horrible things in his name you know yeah and that that actually it feels like it could lead credence to the fact that this talpa that was created in somebody's head and they put all these traits to this thing and then all these people know about these traits and they imagine these traits and then they that with all this energy thinking about this thing it manifests well slenderman it's a creepy thing. So it's something that scares people. Yeah. It, so there's the fear energy in it. It's right. not a feel good energy. Right. Yeah. So the same thing with the cryptids, like Mothman, for existence, it, uh, you know, for instance, he is showing up again. Did you know that? Uh, no. Yeah. He, uh, I think he just fairly recently showed up in Michigan. What? Like this year, yeah, he's showing up this year. Well, that's scary. Yeah, this year is already fucked. You should have shown up last year to let us know this whole year was fucked, dude. Exactly. This isn't the year to do it. So you're telling me 2021 is already a wash? Forget it. Or maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where we're at, but I, I I can tell you how to get rid of one if you want. Okay. Yes. To get rid of a tulpa, the creator has to stop believing in it, or the creator dies, or the creator adds a weakness to the tulpa and is then able to be killed. So Interesting. I create a tulpa, and I'm like, shit, I don't want this guy around. I still believe in it. I don't want to die. I'm going to make it have a weakness to water, and then I'll just... Allergic to hops. Oh, that thing could not be around me. <laughs> I sweat hops, dude. <laughs> you know, I make it allergic to a weakness to water, and then I just lead it out into the rain. And then I can kick the shit out of it because I can basically make it whatever I want. Yeah. Do you build that weakness up front? Like one day I'm going to have to get rid of this thing. So up front, you build this weakness into it. And either you build around that or you forget that part exists so that you can just have a good time with it. I think you should. But most people who create or you know, allegedly create tulpas, they're doing it for companionship. Yeah, yeah, it, it, absolutely. They they need a companion. They need somebody to vent to or... Yeah, like my, my jail point. You're in solitary confinement. You're bored as fuck. You create this tulpa. 
Yeah, he plays chess with you. That tulpa is never, it, it's not going to turn on you. It's just there as a companion. Right. So you, you're never thinking, I might have to kill this fucker one day. Yeah, exactly. So you're not thinking, I better give it a weakness. You know, like it's... Never. Like it's bones or fucking glass. Like that movie. Oh, very interesting. They were all topos the whole time. Whoa. Everybody could see. Everybody could experience. So the the weird thing... Not the weird thing. I guess it makes sense because we are born to survive. Like we're, we're going to do everything we can to survive, right? Yeah. So the tulpa, it'll get angry when it realizes it's dying from a lack of belief or whatever, and it's going to shoot fear into its creator, causing it to gain its power back. What? It, yeah, I, it's, I don't know what it's going to do. I, I don't know what it does, but it. I don't know if it's similar to the hat man, you know, the hat man who can sort of just make you, just fill you with terror. But then it's kind of like, hey, motherfucker, I'm not done with you. You remember me. It's almost like uh, a withdrawal. You're yeah. you're getting rid of this thing. You're trying to quit this habit, trying to get rid of that thing that puts these feelings into your head. And then it's just creating this withdrawal feeling in you. And then it, pull, it pulls all these fears into you that you can't live without it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, and then you see, like, so you see homeless people on the street, like, talking to themselves. What if they're not, dude? What if they're talking to their tulpa? Whoa, dude. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And the reason they can't get back on their feet is because this tulpa is just draining their fucking energy. Because it wants to exist. Yeah, and, you know, if Alleyway Allen gets a job, he's going to forget about me. No, go grab some heroin from, you know... The dude over there. But then you could also think that is some sort of entity that could move on. Because if Alleyway Allen continues down his path that he's on, he is going to die. Then that topple would cease to exist anyway. Ooh, interesting. So then that topple would either have to, either not a topple, possibly, or that's what it wants, is to... That's its goal in its existence is to break this person to non-existence. Well, I don't, I think I said it earlier that, you know, if it's created out of fear, hate, jealousy, etc., it, its purpose is to turn on you and kill you. Why? Why? Th- then it, then it would, it would cease to exist itself if it does that. Well, I thought about that because I was like, well, why would they want to die? Maybe... A tulpa created in fear, jealousy, hate, etc., is a beast. You know what I mean? Like, in, it's in agony. Like, it's like, oh, you know, like it's got a fucking arm coming out of its face. Oh. And, you know, maybe okay. it's in agony yeah, and yeah. it wants yeah, to yeah. die. So it forces that person to die in order for itself to die and end its pain and suffering. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That, maybe. That's a hell of a thought. I don't know. That's a corrupted fucking topo right there, boy. All I know is our minds are very, very powerful. Yeah. And we don't even know what they can do yet. They're saying, like, we can't see what's going on around us. We don't see everything. It's fucking weird. I mean, you got monks 
monks who are doing crazy things with their body, dude. They can change the temperature of my, their right hand is warmer than their left hand. They can slow their heart down. They can do all kinds of crazy shit just with yes. the power of their mind. And they're the ones who said tulpas are a thing. The Tibetan monks. Well, Tibetan Buddhists, but yeah, I mean, only a portion of them become monks, I assume, right? True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so they're the ones who said this is a thing. I kind of feel like we should listen to them. They've, they've been doing it for a while. They've proven they can do things that we cannot fucking do. Oh, shit. And they don't even, they don't even participate in the modern world. They're just kind of over there. They're just waiting for somebody to bring a meal. They don't even talk. No. They're just kind of there. Manifesting freaking topos for everybody else to fight. I think if reincarnation is real, I would want to come back as a fucking monk, dude. Just a bald dude wearing some orange. Yeah, dude. How co- Honestly, if you could do all that shit, you would feel invincible, right? You'd be celibate. I feel about that. Go with that. Okay, so hear me out. Uh-oh. Here we go. What if we are fed all this sexualized stuff because they want us to just, you know, just drain all of our juices because maybe there's something to it, dude. Maybe there's something to being celibate, to being, to not releasing your stuff. That's what, wow. I mean, you know, the old, wow. the old saying that boxers don't have sex before a fight. I didn't know that, but okay. You didn't? No. Yeah, they won't have sex before a fight. Or I know it used to be this way. I don't know if it still is because they fight better. They have more aggression when they have full walls. <laughs> huh. Huh. Okay. Testosterone is kind of overflowing. But what if we're being sold all this sexualized stuff on TV? The halftime shows women are bar- barely wearing wearing any clothes. Yeah. You know what if what if and they're satanic. And then they're like, you know what? Watch porn. Watch porn. Uh, look at Beyonce. Shake her ass. J Lo and Shakira and all this. They're shaking her ass. And then the guys are to like, keep you down, not to go down. To keep you down. Right. What if that's the plan? What if they know that if we're full, we're gonna we can fucking up we can do way more than we think. What if there's something to that? Maybe it's like a battery. Our brain and our semen, you know what I mean? You got a negative and you got a positive side. <laughs> you got a battery. Jedi. I don't know. <laughs> you gotta fill you gotta fill up the Jedi experience points. Man oh man. Maybe, I don't know. Whew. Hell of a thing to think about. I I think we should probably end it there. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't have any more on Talpas anyway. <laughs> I got a ton on tapas. You wanna you wanna learn about tapas? Oh, uh, maybe the next episode. All right, we'll do maybe. it on uh, the our other podcast. Bring on the dishes. <laughs> I think there's a couple of fans that would really enjoy us just uh, going down a recipe. Oh, I love to cook. Do you? I love it. So, you want the next uh, little this, a little that to be bring on the recipes? You know what's weird? I I don't ever I I just kind of wing it. So like if I change part of a recipe, I never remember what I changed. You know what I mean? Like I'll okay. I'll know yeah. like, all right, I'm doing ribs. I know I do the three two one method when I smoke them, but like I don't remember how much I spray apple juice on them, how much rub I put on them. I don't even remember how I make the rub half the time. I just do it <laughs> until it tastes right and then it looks right and it smells good and then boom, that's it. Yeah, baby, that's the way. Yeah, fuck the numbers except for our podcast numbers. Not fuck those. Ooh, they're, they're important. Yeah. Well, if you got 
What's your barbecue recipe? What's your tapa? Ooh, I'd like to hear from some people that have manifested some tapas. Yeah, absolutely. Don't even... And or manifested a chef that could do some barbecue ribs like no other. You, you have you got a chef in you, right? Me? Yeah. Sometimes I feel a little bit like Gordon Ramsay because I say fuck a lot. But uh, you definitely don't want to manifest Gordon Ramsay in your, in your fucking house because he'll just belittle you and call you a stupid fucking wanker. And I don't know. He's mean. <laughs> All right. Go to Apple Podcasts. Look for Bring on the Weird. Give us five stars, but don't review the show. No, 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 no. Don't review the show. Tell us about your tapa. Or tell us about your favorite. What's the favorite thing you like to grill? It's We're coming we're coming out of grill season now, baby. Out in the United States of America, it's, we're coming to fall. There's, the grill days are limited. What's going to be going yeah. on the grill in the fall? Or honestly... If you have manifested a tulpa, email us too. Don't just yep. You, you can do that at uh, bring on the weird at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. You can send us a Facebook message. You could slide into our DMs on Twitter. Hey hey hey. Those are all favorite options. Oh, you could go to weirdnesshq.com, look for the tulpa episode, and just leave a comment there. Forget all that other crap. Yeah. It's a great idea. What else you got? Uh, if you want some dope merch, myconspiracytees.com slash bring on the weird. The links for all this stuff is down in the uh, description. You can get whatever you want there, basically. Oh, tons of stuff. Uh, we're thinking uh, about making our own stickers. So if you guys are interested in stickers, maybe hit us up somehow and we'll figure out a way to, to do it. Because now I can do the stickers here at home, I believe. What? Yeah, people want some stickers. Yeah, so we'll get on that. All right. And, uh, yeah, stay weird, world. And we'll see you guys next time.